Make you nervous Way too deep within the surface She got wet then I surfed it Mad when a nigga resurfaced After the swim then I curved it She keep texting like it's urgent But they don't know that I've been working They don't know that I've been working Working overtime Please don't hit my line If there's nothing for me All these silly girls Man I swear they bore me Gotta hey. leave your own FaceTime Chicago she Native that's um, Aziz featuring Saeed called Don't Waste My Time. Yes, local artists. We love it. <laughs> we already got laughs on the live. Right. Uh, so our listeners don't know this, but we are both wearing masks today um, because we're responsible, first of all. I just got back from a trip, as everybody knows. I just got back, um, hence why we weren't here last week. And I'm taking another COVID test on Monday, but you know, I want to keep my co-host as safe as possible. So we kept the masks on for the episode today. Okay, Corona is still happening. All right, so let's get to it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Erica Mona. And I am Damio. And this is Cross Culture. Uh, happy Friday, guys. Happy Friday. We are here today with another episode, and you know how we like to start. We like to start with the Oh, okay. Hey. I gave him a remix. <laughs> Okay, what do we have first on the list? All right, guys. Um, so the first thing first, let's get some of this um, sadder news out of the way. Um, between this week and last week, we had a lot of people uh, pass away. Um, so we just want to take a moment to acknowledge these people. Rest in peace to Zinzin Mandela, who was the daughter of uh, Nelson and Winnie Mandela. Uh, rest in peace to actress and wife of John Travolta, Kelly Preston, who mm, passed away. From cancer, From right? breast cancer, yes. Uh, rest in peace to Naya Rivera. We were following that story for a while, and her body was found last week um, in that river. Um, I believe it was on July 17th. Rest in peace to her. Rest in peace to civil rights um, activists and uh, Rep- uh, Senator John Lewis and Reverend Cordy Tyndale Vivian. So those were all of the people. And, and, and of course, I'm sure there's some names that we probably missed. Of course. Um, but just wanted to give them that acknowledgement. May they rest in peace. Amen. Okay, so another sad news. Um, Tamar Braxton, she was reportedly rushed to the hospital following a possible suicide attempt. So this happened on July 17th. And, you know, sources say that she's now in stable condition, but she's still, well, back then she was unconscious. And she's reportedly under 24-hour watch. Um, So we see that on Twitter, she did make a tweet, and she said that, I am a slave. I do not own my life, my stories, my pictures, my thoughts or beliefs. I've asked my massa to free me. I'm threatened and punished for it. The only way I see out is death. I would choose that before I continue to love like this. Please help me. This is so sad. And then she changed her Twitter name to Tamar Slave Braxton. So apparently, you know, she's under stress and just tormented with her on her with her contract with Bravo, I believe. Because mm-hmm. she also, you know, she was on the show The Braxtons and she had her own show, Tamar and um, Vincent, mm-hmm. her ex husband. Um, so I guess maybe it's just pretty tough. I don't know. You know, there's no information concerning what the whole story is, but her, um, they released a recording of her boyfriend's 911 call. Mm-hmm. You know, basically, you know, she said this, he said that, you know, she's under medication. She's on medication for depression and she was drinking that night and she's just really tired of life with her contract. 
I do think there should be some sort of laws against 911 calls being released to the media mm-hmm. like that. Like, I didn't know that. It's you, public record like yeah, that. Yeah, like, I could just call like, hey, let me hear is. that 911 call from Michael Jackson's death. Like, I, I how do people is. obtain these records? That's crazy to me. I, I guess maybe you could just Google it. I understand why maybe... I guess for cases, I, but I, why I, is it public? Yeah, it have I feel to be like public? it's one thing if it's like, um, like a police or, you know, investigative people needing it for a mm-hmm. case but for like TMZ to be the shade room. And yeah TMZ had it first you know TMZ, you know, TMZ, TMZ had, they got a plug and I don't know what's going on but prayers up to Tamar for sure oh she's okay prayers up sad. yeah I mean she is at um, she's she's in another facility right mm-hmm. like she's mm-hmm. awake and everything yeah so. she has a little young boy I think he's like what six seven yeah. years old yeah it's just really sad that, you know yeah. it's just sad seeing all the celebrities go through these things you know it mm-hmm. shows that you know fame and Everything that glitters is not gold, you know? Yeah. It's not all perfect as it seems to be. So mm-hmm. I could just, I can, I'm just trying to picture or understand what the contract really is for her to be like, you know what? I just can't do it anymore. Right, yeah. right. Um, Prayers for her and her family. So let's get to the next thing. All right. So let's talk about Nick Cannon. So um, I don't know how many of you know this, but Nick Cannon is that guy. Despite us calling him corny and stuff, he Mm -hmm. is that guy. All right. And I just wanted to preamble with that because Nick got into a bunch of hot water last week for some things that he said on his radio show. Now, um, what was said was that Nick said anti-Semitic remarks towards... um, you know, the Jewish community. Mm-hmm. Now, the things that was um, said from my memory, because they have now taken a lot of that off the internet, um, was he was talking to a Jew, um, well, a Jewish man, let me not say Jew, a Jewish man, of, of, um, and they were just kind of talking about the Jewish community, and okay. um, they were kind of giving some insight on uh, whiteness, right? And mm-hmm. because Jewish people are white, I think that the two conversations got intertangled. Um, I know that some of the words he used were things like um, savagery, right? Like that right. white people had to try to learn from the African communities. And right, he said that white people like all oh, the original animal and savages, exactly. right? You know, that like it was actually the black man that taught them how to read, you know, that taught them how to stand upright, that taught them how to be human. Mm-hmm. Um, continue. Yes, so... Um, after that, uh, a bunch of repercussions after, happened after that. So the first thing that happened is that um, Nick Cannon's Viacom contract was immediately terminated. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Viacom is the parent company for a lot of the companies that we, or a lot of the networks that we watch today. MTV, VH1, right. um, Nickelodeon falls under Viacom. I believe Disney falls under Viacom. Really? Well. So there's a lot of things that fall under Viacom. So Nick Cannon has been with Viacom for 20 years because, as we all know, he started off as a Nickelodeon star. He he currently is the um the the president of Teen Nick, right? So he True. works with all of those things. Um, in that rant, so what happened was there was a bunch of open letters uh, between Viacom and Nick Cannon. Mm-hmm. Viacom basically said they don't condone this, so on and so it's forth. Anti-Semitic. Yeah, they gave him the axe. But Nick in turn came back and said that um, he feels like Viacom is on the wrong side of history, that they have a history of oppressing black voices. Right. He used the example of Gabrielle Union and the NBA. 
NBC right. situation. He also says that Viacom banned all ads that supported the Breonna Taylor and George Floyd um, cases. Anything what? that was supporting that, they did not play. Now, I will say Viacom did put out a statement rejecting that, saying that it was false. But that's what came from our good brother, Nick Cannon. But then now. Nick also later on um, apologized for the comments that he said. Yes. Okay. So um, in his letter, though, I, I do want to get to this part about the open letter. He did ask for full ownership of Wild and Out because I believe Viacom wants to keep Wild and Out. Mm-hmm. Now, we all know that Wild and Out is Nick Cannon's thing. He created it. Hi. He created it. Hi, um, And... He should have the rights to that. You know, he's the one that's done everything with that. It's the highest touring mm-hmm. show. It is the highest show of new that brings in new talent. Of and it's the longest running show, though. So those are the things that he noted in his open letter. Um, and as you said, since then, he has apologized. And because of his apology, he has faced a lot of backlash from the black community What now. do you think about his apology? Do you think he should have apologized? Do you think it was fact and I think he said... I think that um, Nick did the right thing because I think as as African-Americans, we see this in in the other way a lot, right? Mm -hmm. Like we see uh, where somebody says something that maybe they knew or didn't know was offensive and we demand certain things from Mm -hmm. them. And I think that Nick did what we would have demanded if it was the other way around. And I don't think that it was fair for us to scrutinize him because at the end of the day, this is his livelihood and this is him as a person and you know he has a lot of things riding on this and I don't think that there's anything wrong in saying I did not know that what I said was offensive but I felt that what I said had merit you Mm -hmm. know I think and I think that that's what he was saying that you know this is what I thought and maybe I was misinformed in the way that it was given to me Mm -hmm. or the way that I was saying it um and I apologize for offending you and I don't think that as as a black community, for us to um, expect that behavior from so many other right. people, I don't think it's fair for us to say when it's our person or our community committing right. the, the, the fault that, you know, he shouldn't have did that. True. And apparently, this podcast was, reprint, was filmed last year. And of course, it was just aired two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I, I agree with what she said. I agree with what she said. Now, yeah, there's facts in what, she, what he said. You know, studies have shown that, you know, obviously the black man is the original man. Um, but I guess in the climate they're in, I don't think that he shouldn't speak his truth. But I guess we also have to be cautious in the way we say certain things. Always. You know, like Always. that's just how life is. You know, at the end of the day, we definitely need to be cautious. We definitely need to be careful. Um, I feel bad for him, but I also do like that he is, he is firm in his stance, you know? A thousand percent. Yes. yes. And I know I saw the tweet with um, P. Diddy saying, oh, we vault TV, we got you. How old are you? You Oof. said P. Diddy. <laughs> I mean, oh, he calls himself love now. Uh, whatever. That's he how you himself. know your age. Why would you call uh, Diddy? <laughs> that is. <laughs> you know, so... Um, We'll see. You know, that's why we do need more black ownership, black mm-hmm. networks, you know. I think I read that um, LeBron James and some other player, they're working on creating some um, network as well. Oh, cool. So I think we definitely do need more than this. So that when, you know, we could be under our umbrella, you know, so we're not relying on them or anyone. Yeah, I think the the big thing for this, right, especially as people in media, and, and the real reason, like, I really wanted to highlight this, um, is because in media... You know, we have, quote unquote, freedom of speech, but there's so much um, that goes under the umbrella of having to work under a parent company. Yeah. And I think that especially for Viacom, who owns all of these different things um, and who has a lot of people under their umbrella. Right. Because as we just mentioned, they work with Nickelodeon, they work with MTV, they work with VH1. Um, 
there's all of these big dogs that and people that do these crazy things. And for Nick to get fired that just quickly, like that, it literally was like a ten minute like the shade room said, "Oh, Nick is under just like faces black lash," and then boom. And then you know the annoyances. We do still see many, you know white uh you know broadcasters or anchors on tv whatever and you know they say malicious crazy racist stupid things and they've not gotten fired exactly you know, if tommy laren is still out here girl um, she goes crazy you know what i mean um what's that that black girl that's like a republican oh yeah her like you know about. i think there's a lot of people but in a in a weird turn of events fox has decided to keep nick cannon as the host, host. of the mass singer so you know, we send our support to you, Nick Cannon. I stand with Nick Cannon. Um, and, and I think that, you know, as much as we all clown him for being a rapper, he's mm-hmm. definitely a pillar and an icon in, in the our community. community. Yeah. Yes. Hi, guys. Thank you for watching. Thank Hi, you Mama. Watching. Mom's watching from Texas. Oh, happy belated birthday. <laughs> Your mom's birthday was this week. Happy birthday, Mom. Yes. Okay. So that's another thing. Police. So the police reportedly believe that Megan Thee Stallion, she was attacked by Tory Lane. So you know we <laughs> I know right. Dun, dun, dun. So you know we've been seeing them on social media. We've been seeing them partying together, turning up together, drinking and doing this and that together. Do we me, even saw me. them at Kylie Jenner's house. You know, a lot of people are like, ah ah ah, why Kylie Jenner? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Cause you know, anyway, so it's so happening, you know, Meg, you know, she's always on live. She was on live with um Kylie and later on that very night, it was I think was it like two weeks ago? I think it's about two weeks ago. It was like now. last week. Yeah. Was it, it was, last uh-huh. week? No, it was just in Baltimore when it happened. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I know time happens so, so quick fast. so much. Anyway, um, so that very night, before you know it, boom, 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 boom. They said that Meg Italian got shot. Um, apparently it was by Tori Lanes. She got shot in the foot. And you know, there are videos online of, you know, the police, you know, and Helicopters surrounding the car, and you see Mac the Stallion like hopping on one foot, you know, with her hands in the air. It's so sad, you know. There's she hasn't made any like you know main comment about it. You know, she says like you know she's gonna talk about it in her own time. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, you know, people are making fun of it of the situation. You know, Fifty Cent and stuff making memes about the situation on um, Twitter. But it's sad, man. Like I wonder what the story is. Why did he shoot her? And did he really shoot her? Because it's still allegedly. Yeah, I mean, from the one statement that Meg did make initially when she... Because, you know, when we first heard the story, we just heard Tori got caught with a gun. Right. And then it got got out that Megan got shot. Yeah. And then they put it together that Tori shot Megan. Yeah. Um, and that was after Megan saying that she was shot, it was targeted, it wasn't an accident, like, it was intended to hurt her. Yeah. And I think for her to say that statement... um. That gave us all that we needed, right? I, like, it, it, I mean, I, I to me, me personally, I don't need to hear Tory Lane's side of the story, I right? Mean, yeah. Because to me, there is no, unless she had a gun and she was going to shoot you, there is no viable reason why where Tory Lane should have shot like, her Like, I, in the I foot. really want to know. Like, first of all, why you have a gun in your car? I don't understand the celebrities as to why they have gun and knowing they don't have the license to even carry a gun. So now, you know, the investigation has been upgraded to assaults with deadly weapon. So, yeah, he is still the alleged shooter. Um, but I want to know, he, what, first, what caused the problem? What was the fight for you to be like, I'm going to shoot her on the foot? People, people are saying that it probably, it, it was a jealousy thing. Because um, I saw in one post that it said, like, Megan was trying to leave. Like, right. maybe, maybe something happened in the car. You know, you know how it could be. Sometimes you're a guy, they get a little disrespectful. And it's like, you know what, I'm just ready to go. And, um... 
they said that was his, like, you ain't going nowhere. Pooh shot you in the foot. Um, I, I to me personally, I'm just kind of like, I think Meg is um, Black America's sweetheart. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, America be like, America's sweetheart, mm-hmm. but she's black America's sweetheart. Yeah. Like, we all love Meg. We all know Meg. She's been doing Sweet it for some time. Mm-hmm. And I think that for her to be such in such a vulnerable situation and for people to be like, really just cracking jokes, like, after she's already expressed that it was a hurtful right. situation and it's a traumatic situation, even though, like, she lived and it wasn't like, damn, she got shot and she's in the ICU, but it's like, it's still not funny. No, like, it's, it's, funny it's, it's still not funny. So to see grown men like 50 Cent... And, um, you know, especially somebody of his power and affluence making jokes what like is that. Funny? And then it's he's not, been shot cool. before. So I don't really understand what is funny about that. Anything could have happened. You know, what if she got paralyzed? You know, what if yeah, she got shot she a, a major else? artery and she exactly, out? Like, you know, you know um, it's, it's quite sad. But she also did tweet that, you know, now she's learning, you know, energies and right to people to be around, you know. That's uh, true. Because you got to be careful. Do be with everybody. She, she that's no, with that's everybody. not like, you know. And, and I understand she's young. She's fun. You know, she's new to fame. You know, you can tell she has that friendly spirit that she wants to be cool with everybody. Like, yeah. ain't no beef, ain't no yeah. drama. But not everyone is about that. Even if they do like you, they probably they doesn't mean they don't have their own drama or problem of their own. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like the Tory thing, it could be relating to anger issues. And Tory then, definitely has anger issues because then, you know, you know me. I'm gonna bring syndrome. up receipts. Um, it was and and Tory has a history of thing of like I don't want to say violence but aggression against women. Really? For example, there was remember when him and Dream Doll got into it? And mind you, it was a similar situation. Uh, Dream Doll and Tory were kind of talking. They were dating, yeah. and then out of nowhere, he just kind of started dissing her. Um, right. exposing her business so to me Tori has exhibited that when he doesn't get his way with women he 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 turns into a different type aggressive. of person man well person Meg yo I hope you okay get better Meg get better we need you to lead the team I know right captain this 2020 has been something I'm stepping up for the captain oh really mm-hmm. okay alright let's continue excited okay I, I just didn't want to yell in you all's ear but i'm very excited to announce my queen my sister my love Nicki minaj is pregnant <laughs> Nikki is pregnant she looks like about eight or nine months like uh, like oh. she's probably having a leo like yeah <laughs> she she she's up there she, i think she looks at least seven months mm-hmm. yeah she definitely is up there like in a few two three months yeah she's gonna have her baby i'm happy for her i feel like what do you think she's gonna have i feel like a girl everybody thinks a girl i don't know i i have i literally have no idea i kind of want her to have a boy okay because i think that like nikki just feeds off masculine energy hmm. she like she's she vibes with guys better and I think that she would just be super elated to have a, a boy. But I think she would like either way. Okay. I'm just excited because Nikki has been talking. Like, Nikki literally followed her plan. Like, she's been saying for years that around this age, she wants to settle down and have kids. Like, it's something that she has repeated in multiple interviews that by 35, 36, like, she wants to have kids and she wants to slow down and music well, and everything. Well, she did it. You know, she find a man for her and, you know, she's pregnant and she's married. So mm-hmm. I'm happy for her. And I'm glad that she she did it within her own time. You know, yes. she there was no pregnancy picture pictures leaked. You know, like she released the pictures when she wanted. So, ooh, ooh. and Sierra she just had her baby boy oh, as well. Yes. His wow. name is Wen. I like that you have more excitement for Sierra than Nikki. Your voice went up. <laughs> you are a big fan of Nikki. No, now. the inflection was very different. Though. But she delivered the baby. That's an anoint. That's a testimony. One has delivered, and one is pregnant. That is okay. a testimony. Anyway. 
Sierra had her baby boy. His name is Win. I think that's wonderful. I'm Winna, happy for them. Win, <laughs> Girl, bye. That's the first thing I thought. I'm happy for them. They're such a cute family. Um, who else had their baby? Who's pregnant? Everybody is pregnant. Okay, Katy Perry is pregnant. I'm not pregnant. True. We're going to wait till the right time. Amen. Okay, another gist for y'all. Okay, story, story. So, y'all know Jonathan. He is, you know, a well-known Atlanta hairstylist. He used to be the, you know... He used to do Meg's Meg's, hair. Yeah, Meg's sounds Mm -hmm. here. He's one who started the whole friend, friend, that people say. Um, (laughs) He's known for doing all this Instagram babes and, you know, artists here, actually. So, he got backlash because Jonathan Wright, he said he wasn't giving up 20K bag... After people were mad for for slaying Jeffree Star's wig, so Jeffree Star is a YouTuber, well known, but he's been known for having for making racist comments, mm-hmm. you know, about black people. He says black people underneath him, and this is like still recent too, maybe like earlier, like early this year, late last year, that like all this stuff was still going on around Jeffree Star, and you know, Jonathan said that he's a single father of two. Mm-hmm. So he cannot give up that 20K. First of all, I didn't even know that 20K to do wig. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. Oh, yeah. No, these those those level of hairstylists, they're not doing hair for less than like 20, 20K? Yeah, like, like they, like, they don't what, be uh, why is it? What makes it cost that much? I'm um, still confused. I mean, it's, you know, is part it of it is hair? clout, but it's like, um, you know, I believe hair is included. A lot of the time they color and customize it. The, the application. Probably very expensive here and everything. Mm, I'm trying, let, me, let me tell you, I sell here. It ain't that expensive. Oh, I get You know, there's grids. There's different level grids. Let me tell y'all. It's not no $20,000. True, 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 true. I agree with that one. I agree with that one. But of course, his fellow mates like Arangant Tay. I always call him Arangant Tay. <laughs> Tay, you know, he said all money ain't good money. Remember that. What do you think about that? What What do you think about him? Do you think he should have passed it on? Do you think, you know, get his bag, you know? Is I, everything about getting the bag? I definitely think that Jonathan is established enough to not have done that here. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's an upcoming stylist. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that Jeffrey has been problematic on a couple ben, of times. Ben. Like, he has done a couple of things. It's not just once and we still haven't forgiven him. It's like he's done... A quite and said quite a few things for it to be like it's so many other women and so many other men and so many other people whose hair you could have done and you sitting here talking about Jeffrey paying you twenty thousand. It's like you that thirsty. If you that thirsty for cash, you shouldn't got them damn monkeys. Okay, and it's like he's called himself single father of two. Are you friends? Because he has two monkeys. So I'm like, is this a joke? Are he you might really have friend? them kids for real. Probably has some. So oh, you know when he was on the DL or something. True, true. I mean, I don't even know if he's gay. Truth be told, I don't judge anymore. I don't assume. You're absolutely right. I definitely do think, I agree with what you said, that he's well established. He didn't, he didn't have to go for that. Not all good money is, you know, not all money is good money. That's At a certain point, you should have integrity, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, okay, just because he's giving you money that you saying, it's like you're, I don't want to say permitting, but you're making, it's like you're saying it's okay. Like what Jeffrey did, it's okay. Like, eh, it's I, no big deal. He's like, I didn't experience it personally, so I'm not going to judge him based on that. And I also think that, not not to say that there's levels to morality, but I also think that um, it, it's kind of a... I think it's because Jeffrey's white and Jonathan's black as well. Is there so many, like, black and... or You know what I mean? It's like, 
let Jeffrey be with the people that he says he wants to be with. Yeah. You know, like, it's just like, maybe if he said something else that was problematic, I might have excused it. But it's like, he literally doesn't like you internally. And it, and it's known that he's using you for this service. So I, I think that that should have just been in the back of his mind. Come to show, you know, white people, no matter how much they abuse us, they don't like us, they still come back to us for yeah, every yeah. type of service. Mm-hmm. For every t- to make them look better, feel better, for entertainment, everything. Exactly. And we need to have our own power, you know, to show they were not easily accessible. But hey, that's that. 20K, hey, it's good money. It sounds good, though. Ah, it's, it's someone give me 20K. Ah, 20K. I won't deny it. 20K to, sounds nice to do some If hair. somebody said 20K, I would not deny it. You need to customize the <laughs> Okay? I'm going to close my eyes, put my morals behind me. <laughs> okay, next on the list, Hush Poppy. Cross-cultured update. <laughs> so we talked about him a few weeks ago. Um, you know, he is that 409. He's the fraud star that he got arrested in Dubai for basically, you know, duping f- for fraud of over millions and millions of dollars. He has he has duped millions of people. And he got arrested and in Dubai, and then he was transferred. He was brought to Chicago. Oh, was he? Yeah, That's he was crazy. brought to Chicago, yep. So he was on California with a big jail at? I oh, Who knows? But, you know, there are rumors saying that, oh, you know, Hush Puppy has been released from prison because now he has an expensive lawyer. You know, is he going to be set free? But actually, no, he's not released. He was just moved to California. And um, basically, the United States Department of, for Justice said that Hush Puppy is facing up to 20-year maximum sentence in Yikes. prison. So, I mean, of course, we'll see how that goes, if he is going to serve those 20 years. You know, of course, if he, you know how it is, you know, if he... Go with some deal, you know, say some names or whatever. His sentence may cut, get cut down. Is I'll, he an American citizen or is he? I don't think he's American. He's not American citizen, but it's like majority of the fraud he did is dollars. It's American money. Oh, yeah. Okay, so okay. The, that's I was why, like, why is it being tried in America? That, okay. That's exactly why. Yeah, it's because all the majority of the fraud is what it was with American dollars. It was like he did for you know he duped American people. Mm. So that's the why. So I wonder if you know they're gonna take all his assets and. Deport him to Nigeria. Are they going to have him serve certain time here? Then deport him to Nigeria. What would that be like? You know, is the Nigerian government going to take any of his money? I don't know. I, I hope he, I would like to hope he invested his money and put, you know, have some business in some other family member's name, you know, so that when they do, because there ain't no way, no way, no <laughs> way, no how. I would like to think. <laughs> you know, no way, no how. They're going to take his properties. No way, oh, no yeah, how. You know what I mean? So I know he has a wife and a, a son. Oh, he's established. Yeah, oh. so you know, I wonder if that um, he put it under his wife or his son's oh. name, so that uh, because when they arrest you, you go to prison, they take all your money, and all, what your you have? all your Gucci, your hush puppy is gone. Yeah, they take all your assets. They for do sure, and freeze your accounts and everything. Hopefully, this teaches all these other Nigerians a big lesson because y'all just making all of us look bad. This is horrible. yeah. I definitely see a lot of young boys that I'm like, you ain't go to school. Young man. boys that we grew up with, like, y'all we see you. Y'all didn't go to school. You don't have that. Like, I tell people all the time, these there's no cheat code to life. Like, we, we're we at the age where we kind of know. If, if you see somebody that's rich, it's, you know, one of a couple of things. Either they come from money, they, you know, work in a job that gets them that type of money, or they stole that money. Oh, they won a lottery. And we know y'all and we know lottery. Exactly. We know y'all mamas and daddies, okay? Exactly. We know y'all families. So, so out of, and then we don't see no degree. We don't see, oh... Oh, no I got hustle. this new job. No water. No Boom, hustle. we're just seeing money. No bankroll. Nothing. So. 18, 19-year-old boys. But why? Are y'all really that lazy? Like, no, I'm, I'm actually really confused. Like, and this is literally younger boys that we see as our small brothers. So you guys need to do better. Work hard. Go to school. Stop stealing. Hmm. 
No, uh, stop silly, no. Think about your mother and father. Is this what they came from Nigeria for you to be doing? No, uh-uh. I've been thinking about it too. Ah, uh-uh. it's a shame now. Yeah, for All real. for fast money to do Instagram show out to pay for only friends subscription okay that's for some hoes that's really what it be for some hoes and and gucci belts it really be because they y'all still don't have no fashion they don't buy good car they don't buy properties with it they don't start business with it it's just for gucci (laughs) (laughs) gucci let me not read y'all today okay i'll be so pressed so let's um talk about this topic today our hot topic topic of the day is um the one and only Mr. West, okay? Oh, um, as you guys know, Kanye has been kind of going through it. The last time we were here, we kind of spoke a little bit about all of the things that he was doing in terms of trying to run for president. So he ended up having this rally in South Carolina. So the rally was his kind of like last Hail Mary of trying to really be a presidential candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, but while he had this rally, a lot of things were said. So during the rally, um, some of the more notable moments of that rally were he said that Harriet Tubman um, did not free the slaves. Instead, she freed them to go work for other white people, which is false and disrespectful. Um, another thing is he bawled hysterically over um, the birth of his daughter. So according to Kanye, what he said was that North, I'm, not, I'm sorry, not North, Kim called him and said that he was she was pregnant and he wanted to abort North, mm-hmm. um, but Kim didn't want to abort her, and that's how we have Northwest today. Now he was crying, and he was trying, kind of saying how you I know, almost killed my child, yeah. I killed my daughter, um, and I guess that was his way of speaking to abortion rights, um, which was it, oh, because we don't know he he is against um, he, he's he, not pro-choice. He was saying a lot of things that, that that are inconsistent. He was like, people should have the right to abortion, but it should only be with certain situations, and women who had babies should get a million dollars. Uh, for every child that they have. What? Uh, so yeah, Kanye was just kind of talking. So then following Kanye talking, he then goes to Twitter and has a Twitter rant. So some of these more notable t- tweets um, from Kanye West, he mentioned Drake, of course. He says that he puts his line on the, uh, life on the line for his children, that North's mother would never sell her sex tape. He says things like, my um, North's mother, I don't know why he kept saying North's mother as if you don't know Kim, but North's mother will never book a Playboy sh- uh, shoot. Um, he says that everybody knows the movie Get Out is about him. Really? Yes. He says, Chris, don't play with me. You and Kanye, talking about Corey, um, are not allowed around my children. You tried to lock me up. He also alleged that Kim Kardashian was inappropriate with Meek Mill during a meeting that they were having over prison reform. He said, Meek, my dog, he was very disrespectful, but, you know, Kim was out of line. So he starts... Because they met in a hotel room to discuss... He starts alluding that, um, you know, Kim was trying to get with him. He also said, Anna Wintour always showed me love. But when I told her I was going to get, she looked at me like I was crazy. Then she called me back kissing my ass. Um, we say all this to say Kanye is, is con. Yeah, let's, let's break this down because this is a lot. You know, we've known that Kanye has been known to be saying nonsense for a while now. This is not new. You know, and, you know, he's always considered known as a genius and he's creative and he's, you know, eccentric and his mind is just this and that. But I think, like, it's obvious that he's been had some type of mental health issue. You know, I think years, years, years. But during those times when it was mild and it didn't, it wasn't as harsh and, you know, crazy like this, mm-hmm. they saw it as him being creative. You know, they saw it as him being, 
you know, eccentric and he's just a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But obviously, you know, they said after his mom passed, you see the decline in his mental health. Then, you know, you got married to Kardashian and then, okay, they had the kids and it just keeps on going down and going down and going down. And for me, it's like, I know Kim, you know, she did make a comment that, you know, they've been working really hard trying to help him with his mental health. It's not easy. And some people just say, you know, he's a rich man. He has everything he needs. So it's hard to hold someone like that down. A rich mm-hmm. black man. A, a black man, period. A man, period. You know? Mm-hmm. So a rich black man, to so hold him down. It's like, how do you think, you know, it's hard for them. Mm-hmm. I think that they should have, obviously, they didn't address this issue when they should have addressed this issue. You know? I feel like, obviously, the Kardashians benefited from being married or associated to to West, you know, because mm-hmm. he definitely did upgrade her, her fashion sense, and even what she is now, it's partly because of um, Kanye West. I do think that they don't fully care. I mean, now, of course, they're like, oh my God, help, you know, Kanye West is crazy, whatever. But I just feel like they kiss his ass a lot. I don't think that they helped him at all. I think that's where the, the argument comes in, like, oh, if it was with a black woman, it would be different. Because, mm-hmm. you know, as a black woman, it would be like, first of all, you know, as a black man, you're not going to be out here saying crazy shit like this. Because mm-hmm. he should have been... Been all this should have been put in the pocket, been 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 checked. I don't know. I feel bad for him. And you know, people saying that oh, this is a system to it. It's only when he wants to drop music, mm-hmm. that's when he goes crazy. But you know, with the bipolar, you know, they have uh, manic episodes. So I also feel like it's when he has his manic episodes, he's the most creative. You know, that's when he's probably putting music out, and he's he's. I mean, yes, his head is packing, and yes, he's definitely doing stuff intentionally because he needs the attention. That stuff, it feeds off attention, you know? I'm mad that people went to the campaign. Why would you go to a Kanye West presidential campaign? For what? Because you get to see Kanye I, West. I, yeah, I guess you get to see Kanye West. Um, but I do think he's definitely in his manic stage. Mm-hmm. I, I think that plays a role. I feel bad for him. Like, I can't even, like, make fun of him anymore or be like, fuck Kanye. Fuck Kanye. I'm, I'm low-key scared for his life, life at this point. That's my little rant. Kanye is um, a calculated genius. And he's calculated to me because he's 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 lying to y'all. Like I'm not saying that I don't believe that Kanye isn't bi- is bipolar. I, he's bipolar, but I think that he has more control than he's trying to mm-hmm. allude to. Mm. I think that it's not by accident or coincidence that he decides to let it all hang out when he does have things to mm. promote. I think that the 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 mania of it and the bipolar uh, bipolar comes in because you know somebody with sense would know that you're not supposed to, you don't bring up I wanted to abort my daughter because we was just fucking back then and then we it's had like, well, her. What was the point of saying you, that? Cause, and, and that's what I'm saying. It's like somebody with their right sense would know you took it too far. Mm-hmm. But, that, but that's where Kanye don't have no right sense. Mm-hmm. But he meant to He meant to go to that of rally and cause a scene. Of course. he That was his whole intention. Gee, he went with the bulletproof. That's what I'm vest. saying. Like he, he meant to go there and start some shit. Definitely, right? I agree and with that. And I think for... Other celebs or quote unquote people that know him or that have been talking to him for be like, oh, Kanye, good or whatever, whatever. He's just doing whatever and this, this, that, and the other. Like, Charlemagne the God has just been going on talking about, oh, you know, he low key been wanting to divorce Kim and he just be doing too much with this, this, that, and the other. I think that Kanye knows what he's doing and, um, and and because he gets away with it every single time he does this shit, he's gonna keep doing it. Con- this not this not Kanye's first first rodeo being like, oh, I'm crazy, da da da. Whatever. Right. That's that's Kanye. Um, now get into Kimmy, my little Kimmy cup. I think that this is beyond the realm of what Kim signed up for. Of course. And I, you know, I came on here oh, last week or two saying that 
you know, this 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 is why it's important to marry black women because um, I don't want to just say because of the black woman. I want to say because of the black structure. Yeah. Because to me, you know, even if Kanye is with the Kardashians, where's his family? I don't even like y'all. Y'all really trying to tell like when he just get into it with his quote unquote brother Rhyme Fest on Twitter like two years ago. Well, over Rhyme the Fest do- is not his brother. That's not his. That's what I'm saying. That's mm-hmm. his quote unquote brother from way yeah, back when, right? right? You know where is Jay Z? Where is Virgil Abloh? Yeah, Virgil. Like that's what I'm saying. Like all these people are supposed to be his way back when. This these supposed to be like gang gang. Like even if we're saying that's what I mean. It's like are we really just gonna say that Kanye had no other family but his mother? And when his mother died, that's it. Obviously, you know, there's nobody that's gonna love you like your mother. That's that's a given. I wonder. I think I wonder if it was one of the situations where you know when Kanye did become big and whatever made it that maybe he did distance himself from his family. You know, because obviously as we've seen his. Comments about black people, you know, even at the rally, at the at the rally that he did, the comments that he made out towards a black girl, you know, about black women in general. So in a way, I feel like he may have, you know, detached himself or distanced himself from his family when he was really up there, married to the Kardashians. So there was never family. That's what I'm telling y'all. Uh, they was I never, don't know. Y'all was y'all cannot be family because. But you, you're trying to say if he distance and say, hey, I don't want to fuck, fuck with y'all. What is it that they can do? If he that, lives in Calabasas, then he family like, in Chicago. And, and that's now, but it's just kind of like, I'm going to find... Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, there's too many other factors. You cannot... To me, at this point, we cannot just keep saying... It's the Kardashian. It's the Kar- like Kanye be on his own too much. You don't of be with, now. He don't even be with Kim all the time like that. You know what I'm saying? Like half the time they're not even together. You know what I mean? So like, mm. ca- like half the time he's off in Wyoming or off oh, doing true. this or she's some. You know what I mean? Like they're not always together. So who are the people that's around him? You trying to tell me Kanye don't have a team? He don't have and that, that's they have I'm, a team that kisses his ass. And that's why I'm, I'm like, where is Jay Z? Ah, uh, I don't like like where where well, are these people? They flew. Dave, that's what I'm saying. So I'm like, where are the people who we always associate with him? I think maybe they where are, are they now? I feel like maybe they did try. Because, okay, example, what was this guy? John Legend. Him and they were close. Him and his wife were close to Kim and Kanye. Like Kanye. Yeah. And there's a, after a while, John Legend was like, okay, brother, I'm going to distance myself from you. Because yeah, he's a little the, bit too much. Cause okay. Because, yeah. And of the, the comments and things he said exactly. and done. So I do think that, yeah, maybe all these people that we're asking, where are they? Maybe they have tried. You know, maybe just like how Kim said, maybe they have tried. But Kanye is like, I don't know, but he got issues. I don't even know what to say at this point. I think I, I, he's doing too much. Because, like, from that, like, 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 but that, from that statement, personally, you know, I be trying, like, Yes, I'm all for black love and, and being with a black woman. Y'all know I say that all day. Um, and, but I, I will say this. I think that Kim is really trying because Kanye, is, he's not easy. And I would not blame her for divorcing him after making those statements. Oh, you, the you, is coming you, already, you, you, know. you cannot go out there and, and talk about me not wanting to abort our daughter or abort or. Our daughters, she's old enough to know that. But my, she's old mind enough you, to see he that. was even the one that said that, oh, he's been trying to get a divorce from her. Yeah, he's it's been just saying too much. It. He said their family are racist. He called Chris a white Chris, supremacist. Chris, Chris, come John Young or whatever. That was funny though. She like he was really going in on her. So for me, I'm just wondering like when was this argument happen? Okay, Angela too. What's her name? Black Fist, Black China. So oh yeah, Black China. She too. She had her own two cents. Talking about Chris got to get up. You get up. You are. Okay, can we clarify something so I can know? 
are white, white people are not allowed to say ghetto. They can, listen, this is oh, the thing. Is that what it is? This is the thing. I think it, it becomes offensive when white people say ghetto because... To refer to black. To, yeah, because they they say it's synonymous with black. Like, they don't really know what's ghetto. Like, right. like they aren't able to identify what's ghetto about that instead right. of what is just, like, a black thing. Okay. That's what it is. But China, you ain't trying to ghetto, though. Trying to ghetto. I'm sorry. You, Tokyo, all of them, y'all ghetto. The ghetto. Well, all this mess with Kanye West is the ghetto as well. Um, oh, so you missed it. We talked about the stallion. You said what? I'm reading the comments. Oh, I'm like, what? Are you? <laughs> um, but you know, I think uh, I don't know. May God help him. That's all I could say. Pray for Kanye. Pray yeah. for Kanye. And then people that are saying that they agree with Kanye, there's something wrong with you people. There's something wrong with people you. People talking about they really trying to write him off. Somebody for the said, oh. Kanye West, Loki had a point, so you're very, very that, And that's silly. part of the problem, right? Like, I wish... And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it really be black men facilitating Kanye's nonsense. Because it really be them talking about, he said it wrong, but I could see what... Shut the fuck up. What, what can you see listen, that he's saying? He said what he wanted to say. He said what he wanted to say. Ain't no... He, what he meant was, yeah, after those slaves was free, they worked for white people. What are y'all talking about? No shit. Like, who, who else were they going to work for? We understand that. There but, are no black-owned businesses at yeah, that time. Yeah, but he blatantly said Harriet didn't free the slaves. She took them to work for white. Like, get out of here. It's no way to rationalize that. It's not even a statement that needs clarification. And y'all got to stop pacifying his nonsense and trying to find meaning in to it. it the, the sooner we acknowledge that what he says is, is problematic is problematic and it's crazy, the sooner we can all uh, help him. Exactly. We should stop giving him attention. Stop trying to act like he's some, some third. He's some God. Like he's God. the black God. Jesus. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so you know what time it is. It is time for us to get into our Uludu. An Uludu. Somebody who is a dumbass. Stupid makes poor decisions comparable to a donkey goof ass okay so our lodo of the week is Drea Michelle so if you don't know who Drea Michelle is who is Drea Michelle please Drea Michelle is a popular baddie who first claimed to fame was on Basketball Wives, and then she became known for dating many men in the industry and is the first woman of her kind to delete her wholeness. Oh! That's what she said. She deleted her wholeness. Okay. So anyway, she was on a podcast, and she made a comment that was very, very wrong about uh, Meg Thee Stallion and the incident with her being shot. Um, let's listen really quick. I'll take it. <laughs> I predict that they had some sort of Bobby and Whitney love that, you know, drove them down this snapped-esque mm. type of road. And mm. I'm here for it. I like that. I want you to like me so much, you shoot me in the foot, too. Like, but as long as... What the... Whoa! That is very Dre-like. Drop there. a grenade. What the... You want you what? I want you to like me so much that if I'm trying to get out the car and you're like, no, sit your ass in the car. And I'm like, no, I'm out the car. No, you're not. He shoots you in the foot. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You gonna fuck? Man, it's like this will be saying about some women. It's like what type of stupid comments is that? So is that even really what you want? You know, it's it's certain things that you should have common sense to know what to joke about, kiki with your girls. Okay, mm-hmm. then when you're on a podcast, mm-hmm. you know, we all say mm-hmm. offensive, dumb stuff. You know, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, I'm just tipsy or I'm just talking shit. I don't really mean it that way. 
But at this point, she's been, you know, a celebrity for a hot minute now, you know? So for you to joke about something like that, oh, I mean, I want a nigga to do this and do that. Know that it's a very sensitive issue. Know that they've, you know, met the stallion, hasn't even commented about this issue. You know, we don't even know the true reports about what's going on. Man commented for Drea, boy. She she said, you stupid bitch. Like, nah, I ain't never seen men go crazy like that. Mm-hmm. She, she was, that's what I'm saying. Like, it really must have been a, uh, she was damn near fighting for her life. Like, for all we know, her getting shot in the leg could have been the miss. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, exactly. I don't, I don't that. Like, he intentionally like, shot her in, in the, the foot. Yeah. Yeah, I, that might have been the oh shit, boom! Like that hey. might have been that. Um, and I, 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 I definitely—that's because we glorify toxic relationships on social media. We like, do. All, all jokes aside, like people, you know, the whole oh I go crazy, or I do this. I'm telling you, I've been doing a lot of self healing and self discovery to realize, mm. like, I don't want. Um, I just don't want drama. You Is know? this something you wanted before? No, I think that there was a time in my life, and I just sent you like the screenshot of me being oh. on Facebook. Okay. Uh, like one of my memories talking about, oh, we argue every time and we break up all the time, but mm. every time we get back together, I know the love is stronger. Mm. And it's like, you know, that was like, that's kind of how, you know, we were taught love in a way that, mm. that, that if love does not come with a back and forth or up and down, then it's not true passion. Right. Um, right. And, and it's just, it's just dangerous. It's, just, it's a dangerous concept to keep perpetuating. It is, as she said, the Bobby, Bobby and Whitney, Whitney um, love, she whatever. Brain, I'm like, what that guy do? But it's like, we definitely do. Social media definitely glorifies, you know, violence towards yeah. women in relationship, even in our music. In our music, you know, we talk violence about stuff like men. that. Violence towards women. Exactly. You know like, it's, like, you know, that's what makes the hot love. That's what makes it spicy. You know, and it's wrong. You know, we need to stay away from, like, get away from that mindset because you have young girls listening to you. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing, like, as, as a, te- as like, I've been teaching in like those middle school, six, seventh grade. Y'all seeing kids fight like cats and like boys, oh, uh, boys. No, boys and girls fight like cats and dogs, and that's them flirting though. Like that's that's their. Oh, you know we, we like talking. Mm-hmm. They like literally in the hallway throwing each other in lockers and like, but that's their way of stop. <laughs> he just he like me or you know wow. and, and because that that is what we're taught. Like that idea of he gonna grab you. Hold on, who you talking to? That's see. These are the ideas and things that we think are cute, but it's not. It's not cute. It's not cute. It's not cute. And Drea's too that. old to be saying she's stuff too like old. that. You know, but she did apologize for saying that. You know, profusely. She, you she know, did. she said, you know, I made some very hurtful comments, and you know, along the line, I also offended Meg. That was not my intention. So I'm glad she, you know, she did apologize ASAP. Um, you know, we all do say wrong things, but again, let's just be mindful about how we use our platform, no matter how small it is. You know, especially we in really critical, critical, sensitive times. Too. Oh yeah, for you sure. You know, regarding race, gender, sexuality, religion, just being a human being. Period. Let's be, you know, understanding. Let's be compassionate towards one another. But I think that's all we have for what hot topic. All right, so let's get into our episode, our topic of the week. So today's topic is protecting black women. So, you know, that has been the conversation, you know, I think pretty much for the better half of this year, right? Mm -hmm. Concerning black women's lives, you know, our bodies, all those things. So today we just want to dive into it and just, you know, break down that topic, what that looks like to us, what what that means as a whole. What does that mean to you, Dami? Protecting black women. How are we? Are we protected in America or we're just in general not protected? 
Well, to me, I do not think we are protected. Um, as we all know, they say that the least protected woman or least protected person in America is the black woman. And I completely and wholeheartedly believe that with every fiber of my being. Um, and that is because everything that happens to us, everything that is against us is almost deemed as it was part of our journey as black women. Yeah. Um, be it domestic, be it um you know uh uh internal thing with women be it an external thing with police or people of other races it seems like it is almost part of our destiny it's to like, experience yes, and an innate it. thing mm, mm, that's true because you know um according to studies it shows that black women disproportionately experience violence at home at school at the job and in their neighborhoods um, black women face higher rates of intimate partner violence, rape, and homicides. Black girls and women also experience institutional, institutionalized racism more than any other group. Um, some data shows that more than four in ten black women experience physical violence, whether it's from an intimate partner, um, more than their counterparts, which are white women, Latina, Asians. Black women also experience significantly higher rates of psychological abuse, including humiliation, Insults, um, name calling, racism, sexual violence affects black women at a higher rate. More than 20% of black women are raped during their lifetime. That is a lot. That is pretty high. That's a lot. Um, black women face a particularly high risk of being killed at the hands of a man. A 2015 violence police study finds that black women were two and a half times more likely to be murdered by men than their white counterparts. Okay, and then again, as we said, this racial disparities it pervades education and criminal justice system. You know, black girls are suspended more. You know, um, they're given higher sentences. Mm -hmm. And as you said, it's like this is an innate, natural. Like you're a black woman, this is your curse. Yeah, this is your burden. This is your cross to bear mm -hmm. for the rest of your lives. And it's like, why? I don't understand. I I, I don't understand why it is just so much hate, so much negativity. So much trauma against, you know, towards a black woman from all I mean, angles. It's, it's the intersectionality of being black and a woman, you know? That, that's, that's just kind of the thing about it, right? And, and, you know, it's the misogyny that comes with womanhood and it is the racism that comes with blackness. Mm. And when you put both of them together, we seem like the bottom barrel because if we, if, if women are already second-class citizens, you know... What's to say of us? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? What What's to say of us? Wh who's going to speak up for us? And I think that that's why um, things like this happen to us. Because any anything that you already feel about those two groups is going to... You're going to feel that for us doubly. If you think that women are sluts and whores, you're going to think that we're black sluts and whores. If you yeah. think that black people are lazy and dirty, you're going to think we're lazy, dirty women. And, yeah. and that's just... How, how the cookie has crumbled for us. Um, but, you know, I think that we keep seeing more and more examples of how black women are just not valued. At all. At all. And um, it, it's, it's like how our value comes to play. That's the better thing, right? Because I think that we're valued in certain spaces, but I think it's in spaces that's like, why that's the only place that I could be important, you I think know? it's only in, in spaces where we're really valued is in entertainment, is you it know, hypersexuality? Yeah, hypersexuality, you know, whether it comes to our bodies or our hair, our makeup style, you know, we see other races hijack our style as well. They want to be like us, you know, um, whether it is, I know we did mention um, 
even comedians, right? Many of their punchlines, their main jokes is about black women. Is them mimicking a black woman's attitude, behavior. Even we, we even see with the gay men, you know, their whole persona is that of a black woman. Right. You know, so it's whenever it comes to entertainment, you know, to be a, a joke, you the know, kiki, that's when black women are highlighted. You know, that's when we're like, oh, a black woman, you're this and that. Or when it comes to our bodies, oh, she got a banging body. She got a big booty. You know, her lips are this and that. That's only where, you know, they really show, at least the media, the mass, you know, give some type of value to us. I don't even want to say just media. That's how most people. Yeah, say the mass. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, like, I, I get so tired of being on social media. And whenever somebody thinks they want to be funny, the first thing they do is talk about a black woman trend. Right. And that irritates me to my core, right? Like, it'd be little stupid ass shit white girls do and like, or non black girls do, right? Like, whatever their little dumbass trends are, because I don't keep track of white bitches' trends. Oh, um, you know, don't know. I wouldn't know, right? Like, right. just even that. I wouldn't know what white women trends are because don't nobody talk about them. Nobody makes fun of them. But whenever you see somebody just, just try to throw their hand in comedy, the first thing they do is throw on a wig and imitate black women. Yeah. Or the first thing they do is be like, damn, I wish all y'all bitches would learn that don't nobody want to see all them lashes. It's just kind of like, why do y'all only talk about us as if we don't oh, people that wear lashes? We see or, y'all front, your lace front. You know, yeah. we see the net. We see how y'all, you know, your yeah. natural hair and the lace front don't match. And it's like, I can always tell when white girls have clip-ins because they never match. They never blend. Mm-hmm. Their clip-ins don't blend. <laughs> and it's just, I, I just don't understand, like, why is everything about me a joke or to be made fun of? It's sad. It's it's ridiculous. You know, uh, Carrie Cachal, you know, yeah. I guess for the source of entertainment. I think another part I do want us to talk about, you know, also a place of work, right? Because more than 60% of black women are in the workforce. And... Um, making them one of the two racial ethnic groups of women with the highest labor force participation rate, but their earnings are behind most women's and men's earnings in the U.S. You know, also, you know, as a black woman in a place of work, you're not respected or taken seriously. It's like, mm, yeah, you know, you just, first, as you said, you're a woman and then you're black. I do remember um, someone that I do know, she mentioned, you know, you know, there was maybe some, um, a little squat for her job with her manager. You know, the manager was one of those under the belt racial thing mm-hmm. going on. Like they're mm-hmm. they're blatant and on the face about it. But you know, as a black woman, as a black person, you know, like, okay, this is deemed from, you know, racism or whatever. You have your stereotypes. And you know, her being a black woman didn't notice it. You know, she's waiting for her fellow black men to take up for her, you know, to support her, because I cannot be the only you know, black person, black woman like that to notice this and complain but they didn't have her back, you know? And it just shows as a black woman, you are left alone. Again, as a black woman, you are deemed to not be important. Your voice does not matter. You know, you're not intelligent enough. You're not smart enough. I remember uh, from a roommate, she said when she first got her, her main job after college, you know, her white boss was like, oh, you speak so well. Like, oh, your diction is so good. And she's like, girl, I mean, I am a college graduate now. You know, why didn't you say that to my fellow colleagues, to my Latina and white um, counterparts who are the same age, also have the degree that I that I have? Shit, I went to a better school than they, they you the, know? The assumption is always, like, I have a kid. Or, like, you know, like, I'm that type oh, of, right. you know what I'm saying? Or that I'm somebody that I'm working this hard or I'm showing this type of effort and diligence because I have something to lose. Mm-hmm. Or have, not that I can invest in myself or really want success for myself. It's like... 
black women only work hard because when they have kids, because then they got to work for their babies. Yeah. Um, and it's just kind of like, no, like, I just want to be successful in life and I just have value and purpose and I want to be seen as more than just myself. I'm an intelligent being. And I'm like, and I'm somebody that's always guilty of getting called aggressive or bitchy or mm-hmm. whatever um, for, for, for literally doing or saying things that my male counterparts. Matter of fact, I don't even think I'd be as harsh as a, a lot of guys that I have like worked with or done some of the same things with. But because I'm a woman, I get that. You know, because I'm a black woman, not even just because I'm a woman, because I'm a black woman, it's always associated with everything that I'm saying being aggressive or being, um, you know, so, something that's like I'm, I'm being hypersensitive about it because, you know, it, it's, it's just like my voice doesn't matter. There always has to be a but with everything that I say. Mm. It's because, you know, she, she had a point, but, you know, it would have been right, but... This, that, and the other. And I think that that's just a notion that we need to stray away from. Like, I think that's that, that happens in every facet of our lives. We're never just believed. Like, I can never just say something. Like, as a black person, as a black woman, I can never just say, this is how I felt about something because I felt this way. Hear me and acknowledge that. Okay. And instead, it always has to be attributed to something. Or, or the intersectionality of my beings has to be the reason that I feel this way instead of it really just being my experience. Oh, you know, you're a mad, angry black woman. You're a mad black woman. That's what you are. That's that's what, you know, they all label it to be. It's like black women are always labeled. Another part, you know, where, you know, black women are definitely silenced or, you know, are not acknowledged or treated less than it are in hospitals. You know, black women on maternity rates with the delivery is, is crazy. You know, we are the ones, we are... Two times, three times, four times more higher, you know, have higher rates in dying after childbirth, which is quite ridiculous. You know, we see many studies of women, you know, they complain about being in pain. But, you know, as you said, intersectionality, it's like, oh, you're black, you're strong enough. You know, they don't acknowledge your pain. You know, um, this lady that I did work with, she mentioned that she gave birth in a hospital in Indiana and literally the nurses were jerking her. Like, they were pushing her around saying, like, girl, open your legs. Stop whining. Stop crying. You know, you got to get this baby out. Treating her like an animal, not seeing her as a pregnant woman, a woman in labor that is going to give birth to a child. It, it, it's, just, it's just too much. Even, um, what's this tennis player name? Serena Williams. Serena Williams. She mentioned that if, you know, she wasn't really being, you know, forceful and having her white husband there, she probably would have died. During childbirth, because she did complain about complain about um, being in pain and having some medical condition, and it was still, you know, I feel like her having a white husband definitely helped. You know, yeah, and also being her, her being a celebrity, you know, definitely helped the situation. But we still many 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 cases of women just dying. Just mm-hmm. in America, at this time and age, people are still dying from childbirth. All the technology and does the around. Funny, the funny thing about childbirth is, on some real shit, childbirth could be done at home. The reason that most people yeah. go to hospitals is just in case of in case of these and to get drugs. You know what I mean? Like, and for it to be that the most fertile woman, you know, like literally black women are the architecture of civilization. Mm-hmm. So it's like for us to be the ones that all of a sudden are are struggling the most with childbirth, it's it's a conspiracy. Like yeah. it just really is. It's something that's that's in the water. And like people just don't want us to be able to to live and succeed. And I think that the the most hurtful um, part about all of this um, is that, as you said earlier, we really are alone. 
Like, yeah. I think that a lot of the time we expect that if anybody, if one person can understand us in this world, it should be the black man. Mm. Um, however, it seems that they are the ones that tend to ridicule us and put us down the most yeah. right um you know wasn't it just two weeks ago we were talking about 50 cents saying that we are not exotic mm-hmm. you know um and it's you know it's, it's countless men that say things like you know i don't date black girls because or black girls do this and black girls have are, are fake as hell they have nails and hair and this that, and the other as if other people don't you know other women do not partake in and, those and things I, another thing that blows me like on social media maybe you see a white girl she's doing some hip-hop dance and it's like, whoo, black bitches are mad right now. Black bitches are mad that this white girl can do this. Or if you see a white girl oh, with girls, some long careful. weave or whatever, or just doing something, you know, typically you see that's coming among black women. It's like, oh, black bitches are mad. They better be, you know, watch they out shook. now. They shook. Exactly. They're jealous. And it's like, when must that comparison happen? Why is it highlighted and seen as, it's glorified and seen as a beautiful thing Why, when a non-black woman, you know, does it? But when it's a black woman, who created it you know when she does it it's the ghetto because it goes back to what we said that we are only valued for our bodies and the things that we can offer so the minute that 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 someone thinks that they can get that in a woman that isn't black it's like i got the perfect package you know what i mean it it really is a a strong and feverish passion against non-black you know Mm -hmm. just to be with not a black woman and i just don't understand why black men have such a disdain uh and i don't want to say all black men obviously just know you know if it ain't you just know we're not talking about you (laughs) um you know like why there there's a lot of black men who just feel so passionately about critiquing us yeah like that really irks me to myself because there's so much shit that black men do and i don't think that black women we don't talk about all the flaws that black men have constantly Mm -mm. and in public Mm -mm. we don't say that here y'all little dumb niggas go shooting people up again with y'all gang banging asses we don't say y'all here doing look look at these niggas out here popping zannies and popping perks and doing like wait like the things that black men do that is like de- a detrimental to the entire society and community. You will never hear about us just broadcasting that because we would never t- put black men's flaws I on mean, front street. Heck, even with the Kyle West situation in our life, you know, we see people commenting and saying that. Oh, Kanye West says this and that. You know, he's still talking facts, though. You know, he, he's a genius, though. We're, you know, trying to exclude the negativity and the, the things that he's doing. You know, the focus is, oh, let's praise the black man. Yes, let's all praise the black man, but praise the black woman as well. You know? It's like if the white man is raping us and putting us down for, for centuries, you know, our beauties, you know, we don't fit, fit the Eurocentric standard of beauty. So our black people, our blacks, Skin, our black folk it's like you're the one that is dying denying us the most that's even what makes it so hurtful it that's why people are like oh interracial you know dating it's not like people again it's not like we don't want to see we're not against you loving who you want to love mm-hmm. you know if it so happens that oh is a white girl an Asian girl that's oh spark your brain and you're like whoa this one wants to spend my life with cool so be it but in that same mouth you that you came out from a black vagina you're gonna use that same mouth to abuse another black woman and her vagina uh-uh. like I don't understand and it's just kind of like stand up for us. Yeah. Stand up for us the way that we sat here, we sit here all day and scream uh, justice for George. Yeah. Justice for Ahmad. Justice for this. And it's like, I, I still to today cannot believe that we have not tore the city down for Breonna Taylor the way we did for George Floyd. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be hypocritical because I wasn't in the streets both times, but like, 
you know, I, 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 I just cannot believe how complacent we are when black women are at the hands of violence. Yeah. And, and it doesn't have to be police brutality. Exactly. I just cannot believe how complicit we are when it's black women at the hands of violence, Definitely. when it's black women at the hands of turmoil, when, when it's black women at the, at the hands of controversy. Hence why, you know, I get on here all the time and I'm like, bring back Chrisette Michelle. Mm-hmm. Like, like the way that y'all canceled her for that one ass, the for, national, the ans- national no, anthem. No, she is canceled for real. Like, we ain't heard a Chrisette nothing. Nope. She ain't whispered, ain't no underground, ain't no nothing. And she's made some songs, but no one is paying attention exactly. to her. Exactly. That's why I keep telling people, like, I'm sorry, but it's like, let it, like, forgive Doja Cat. She said something wrong, this, that, and the other. Forgive her because we forgive black men for the dumb shit they do all the time mm-hmm. against our own people. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, and I'm not, and I'm not excusing it, but I'm saying that it doesn't make any sense to me how we can, like, how we, we hold black women to these impossible standards. Yeah. How... You know, the only reason men are, are so damn mad at Jada is because it's a woman when you men do it all day, every day. Exactly. Carmelo had an entanglement. He sure did. Dwayne Wade got an entanglement. Come on now, all of them have entanglement. It's Tristan now. Entanglement Thompson. Okay. So it's like, I don't understand why like we we hold, our, like why we are held to these standards of just like, nah, you got to do this. You got to be perfect. And if you aren't perfect, then you're really not shit. It's zero to 100. And even when you, you know, you that top woman, Michelle Obama was made fun of because of her looks. Yeah. And she is the first lady. She's, if not the most educated first lady of all of them. See, our crime first lady now. She is. You know? The, the even everything. Serena Williams, people made fun of her. Talked so much smack about how she looked, who she, how she is. You know, just about her as a black woman as a whole. From both black and white men. So it's like, even if you are that top woman, you know, you have your career down, you're beautiful, you're flawless, you're wearing the most expensive weave and all that crap, you're still, you know, put down. You're still put, seen less than. You are the bottom. You are the bottom. It's sad. It's- and I, and I want to say, I hate that our value is and, and the protection that we get is rooted in our looks and rooted in if someone desires us, mm-hmm. you know? Because as someone who had experienced being less desirable at a point in my life, um, it was so obvious and oblivious, right? Especially, like, being around, you know, other people maybe in high school and stuff that it's like, these niggas will really do whatever for this person. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like to see that if somebody is cold, they'll get a jacket. If, you know, somebody's going to walk, they'll get offered a ride. Yeah. If someone, you know, and then to be me in that predicament and have all those same things and maybe have the same or even a deeper relationship with a man and then not be offered to me just because you don't want to sleep with me or you don't find mm-hmm. me attractive. It's like, how am I supposed to feel? Exactly. Like, how, how, how are we supposed to feel? Like, how, as a woman, won't I try to emulate the things that you chase so bad? Mm-hmm. Like, why? Like, how y'all going to talk about us wearing weed when you, you call me bald head and said my hair is nappy and said this and call me all type of shit. I like, and it's like, and y'all treat these people better. You treat these women so much better. I want to be treated right. And they also wear weave as well. Yeah. Mind you, they also do wear their yes. extensions and clip-ins. Clip so it's like, how won't I chase that? Yeah. Like, yeah. just look at y'all selves. It's so common. You just see, you know, when it's a non-black woman, the way that they treat them, it's, it's a softness to it. Like, 
oh, a tenderness. You know, like oh, poor little thing. You know, so you're delicate. You know, delicate, and you're an angel. You're soft. When it comes to a black woman, hey, she's just coming. You walk into a building, you know, or so she says, someone holding the door for you. They'll hold it for the white woman or the non-black woman in front of you. But when it comes to you, they don't. You know, they'll get up and offer you, offer the non-black woman a seat. But when you're clearly also there, and you. I mean, this happened on a train or a bus. Like, you clearly got there first. You know, you're also waiting for a seat. But some, let some white angel walk in. Uh, you know, it's like, oh, young lady, have a seat, have a seat. You know, this is common with our African brothers, too. You and know, it's not just white girls. They do it for... For non-black for, women. For any, any girl that has a, a drop of non-blackness, they do it for. Mm-hmm. That's why Chris Brown loves Blasian women. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why all the niggas from New York will die over saying Puerto Rican girls and Dominican girls are black too. You know what I mean? Right. Like they literally will die on that hill just so they can just so they can validate the fact that they dislike black women. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's all it is. It's just another validation to say that y'all don't care about us. And it's sad. And, and to me, like, we've seen it. We see it a lot of times. We see it in a lot of ways. But for, for Megan, the same Megan that all y'all dudes was just screaming and thirsty and I'll drink her bath water and I'll mm-hmm. do this. And it's like, for her to have a moment where she really feels hurt and she feels vulnerable and for people to be really making fun of her and laughing at her pain to this extent... To making it memes, it's just crazy to me. Like all these little white bitches that be having drug overdoses, don't nobody say. Demi Lovato was just had just had a heroin overdose. Mm-hmm. Everybody was pray for Demi. How does yeah, yeah. I ain't seen not a meme. Why y'all ain't make no memes? Mm. Like why don't we? Why don't we take the moment? That's what I'm saying. Like why don't we do that? Look at every any anybody who is on Wildin' Out right now. Any of those male comedians. At, go look at all their stuff and tell me what type of woman they emulate. What is their joke? True. What are their jokes? That's true. It's always, it's always about a black woman. And I just and I just wish that we would stop perpetuating this because it's like it becomes, it becomes too much. It's, I mean, it even, just really becomes too much. Even sorry, you can break up that wild that show widening out. Even the way the fact that they pull out they pull off women's wigs all the time. I hate that. I oh, hate it's that. every black girl they wear this. Yo, they can say like, oh, she wearing a wig. That's not her real hair. They pull it out and it's like, oh, it's funny, but it's not funny. It's not funny. I don't find it funny at all. It's, it's like, why funny. you take my wig, wig off? For what? To embarrass me? To exactly. say, oh, you have black hair, you have white hair, this wig is exactly. not yours? It's for what reason? Exactly. Things like that is you not protecting us. That's you demeaning us. You know what I'm saying? That is you putting us less down. You know, it's just quite ridiculous. I don't find stuff like that funny at all. So, how, so let's give people something to take away. Yeah. How can we protect black women? What does that look like? Uh, I think it starts from within ourselves, you know? I wonder, you know, this, especially young black men that do not respect black women, I wonder what their household is like, you know? What is their relationship with their mothers, with their sisters? You know, do they have a motherly figure in their life at all? Do they have a good role model, a f- good positive female role model in their lives at all. I think the number one step is, as a black man, to love yourself, mm-hmm. right? Because if you truly, truly love yourself, you know, you as a black being, even if you don't find, oh, some woman attractive or whatever, but you should not hate a black woman so much that in everything you do is to disrespect her. You know, you find the quickest moment to disrespect her. Like 50 Cent, obviously there's something lacking in his life, in his childhood, you know? Mm-hmm. He finds every moment... To from the Tierra Marie situation, I never thought that was you know, funny. For, from the comments about exotic women yeah. to Meg Thee Stallion to many things.
thing. This is not his first. Remember when Meg Stallion was dating Moneybag? Oh, yeah. Oh, and he, he called her like a whore. He called her a whore. Yeah, he called her like a whore Exactly. Because she was, in, you know, in her bikini on a table. Yeah. But mind you, you you dating Cuban, what was this one? Cuban doll or whatever doll. That's all they wear. That's what they look like. Yeah. But you never called her a whore. Not one for one. You said she's exotic. And then had the nerve to retract it after he said that she belonged. To, after he found out that she, she was mm-hmm. somebody's girl. Oh, my bad, G. He found out it was Moneybag. He's like, oh, my bad. I didn't know that was your girl. And that was respect for the man, not for her. Exactly. For the man, not for her so the first step as a black man is to love yourself you know really get and figure out what the issue is within yourself love yourself okay black guys that y'all have black friends that are into the whole oh i don't date black women or disrespect black women y'all need to talk to each other you know we 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 have we see some of our mates we see what they're posts at this time and age no speak up and say that's wrong you know what i mean if someone is doing something wrong speak up against it educate yourselves you know like don't say oh that's just how it is no educating when it comes to how you treat a woman because many of them, y'all have friends that rape other women. You know, y'all have friends that molest women. Y'all yeah. have friends that, you know, disrespect women. And then y'all say, oh, I didn't know it was like that. Come on out, you see the signs. Yeah. So let's educate and talk within ourselves. Yeah. I don't know, I feel like that's one of the first thoughts. And respect, just respect us as a person. As a person. Don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that that's one of the first steps. Before we can even get into chivalry, you have to respect me as a person. You have to see me as a human being, not as sex, not as, um, you know, a, a commodity, mm-hmm. not as a point, not as a trick, not as something to to amplify you as a person. Respect, Give me that same respect that you would respect the man off instinct, off GP. Yeah. You wouldn't do something because, like, oh, yeah. you got to respect somebody as a man. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that, that men innately think that they can just talk to us anyway they can do whatever to us they can regard us they can they can they can just say whatever and do whatever because they really just don't see us as equal human beings you don't and please don't gaslight us you know if we we decide to share our story our trauma our pain whatever it is whether it's on social media you know don't gaslight us and make it seem like oh you're tweaking or you should have you know you should have done that anyway you shouldn't have worn that you shouldn't have been that been there you know you shouldn't have done this you know it's like don't gaslight me at all you know hear my pain hear my story even if you don't just like Terry Crews and the Gabrielle union oh, situation yeah. You know, that's a great example of you not protecting your fellow black woman. Yeah. Even if that's not your own experience at the same place of work, please say something sensible, sensible <laughs> or shut up. Simple. Because the comment he made now made it seem like it got started the situation. It, it sure made it did. seem like she doing too much it or sure she did. tweaking. You know, she's, she's being problematic because ain't nobody else ever complained about this before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, you know, she's not the first black female host on the show. So now it made it seem like, oh, she's doing the most. But like Terry she's doing the most, yeah. But Terry Cruz, you're a black man. You know, who, who should I run to? The first person I should be able to run to, you know, for support should be my black man. Not my fellow, oh, I'm like looking for other non-white people. Like, okay, well, you know, he Asian or she Asian. Exactly. She, she must get the struggle a I'm not bit. looking for the person of color. Exactly. I'm looking for a black person. Please, you know, and also my hair, my body, don't insult it either. You know, if it's not your taste, shut up. Just like the situation with that football player and he talked about on Joe Scott. Oh, y'all still find Joe Scott attractive? Y'all find her physically, sexually attractive? Yes. 
<laughs> we do. There, yes. We do. Even me as women, I'm like, oh, Joe uh, Scott is fine. Now, Joe Scott is the epitome of sex. But it's like, if that's not your taste, you know, it's like, I get it. That's not your preference. But must it be a public tweet? And even the way it was tweeted too, it wasn't also like, oh, hey, guys, let's discuss about, oh, who we find attractive, whatever. It, it, it was really meant to you put her down. Let's discuss you know, that. You know, as guys, we... you say, oh, who fine? Oh, Pick God. one. Who's this and nah, that? Nah, you know what be bugging me? People what? talk so much shit about Lizzo, but look at Lil Wayne's fiancés. I'm sorry. Not that, you know, obviously they're different sizes or whatever, but it's like, y'all don't care about they, they size and they health and they all that, all them little bullshit y'all be saying about Lizzo. Like, y'all don't care about none of that for them, for these, for all these, these white or non-black plus size models and they, yeah. they health don't matter. We shouldn't care about their heart. It's ridiculous. Just, also, your man, no matter even if you decide to go and marry a non-black woman, your daughter will come as black. Also, there's no such thing as a preference against not dating black women. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> your daughter will be black. Your family Period. is black. Period. So, mm. well, please just protect each other because in this time we need each other the most. In mm-hmm. the most, who else? Is it Viacom? Everybody's they are deleting everybody. They're, everybody's being fired. Ah, anyway, Sha. That's it to do. Any other? How do you want to be protected? Any other ways you want to be protected before we move on to the next segment? Just don't act on, like no goofy around me, G. Because if you be on some goofy <laughs> shit, I'm for real. I'm gonna have to turn up on you. Like now, oh. you, like y'all gonna have me get real, re- real reckless with you for real. Okay, you finna get Chicago on there. I'm gonna get all of that, all the smoke, all the problems. Okay. But yeah, thank you all. That is our topic for the day. Um, let's go into our black excellence. Black excellence. Black excellence. You can go. First. Okay, so my black excellence goes to Malone Mukunde. He is a twenty-year-old medical student who found himself repeatedly asking the same questions during his studies. But what would it look like on a darker skin? So basically, he wrote a book, he co-wrote a book um, that helps, you know, uh, medical students uh, identify certain illnesses on darker skin, what medical symptoms will look on a darker skin, because, you know, a darker skin and a fairer skin is not the same thing. You know, symptoms, mm-hmm. whether it's inflammation, swelling, the, um, discoloration, it's not going to look the same. So basically, um, he is studying in a medical program at St. George University of London, and I think it's just a wonderful thing that as a black young dude, this is obviously a problem. You know, in healthcare, in medicine, we discuss how, you know, black women are not taken seriously during childbirth, right? You know, they're said that black women are stronger. We can take pain in more. Mm-hmm. And there is definitely that lack of trust between physicians and patients because of race. Um, so I think this is just a very, very great thing that he did. This, I believe this will help break down, you know, those racial disparities in treatment of patients. So... Clap, clap. Clap, clap. Bravo. To him. All right. My black excellence is Dr. Heavenly from the show Married to Medicine Atlanta. So last week, a Chicago police officer was recorded punching a teenager in the mouth during a protest. Her name is 18-year-old Miracle Boyd, okay? So after um, her teeth was knocked out, a bunch of people on social media kept tagging Dr. Heavenly, um because, you know, she's a dentist, about it. And Dr. Heavenly saw these tags and flew Miracle out to Atlanta and gave her a whole new set of veneers and teeth for free at cost. Uh, I just want to say thank you very much because, 
you know, your teeth are very important. Your smile is very important. It changes it changes a lot of your face and your facial features. So for that young lady to be out there um, peacefully protesting and for that to happen to her is completely unfortunate. And I'm just so happy that one of our very own was able to be like, girl, we got you. I know, right? So shout out to Dr. Heavenly. Yay! Clap, clap, bravo! That's what we need, helping each other out. Brave helping oh. each other out. Um, what is our next segment? Let's talk about some music make me lose control. Let's, let's go, go, let's go, let's eight, go. Eight. So we got a couple new songs out here. We got a couple new songs and new things. Uh, okay, so y'all remember that entanglement situation? Yeah. August Alcina with Jada and the Smith family. So basically, yes. here's a song out called... Entanglement. Were you trying to play it or something? Yeah, I was trying to find it. I kind of like it a little bit. Oh, really? It's not because it's messy, you know, but I do kind of like yeah, it. Yeah, it's called bit. Entanglement with Rick Ross. You know, and people are like, okay, obviously, is this... I mean, I guess he has to gain something from the situation, right? He needs to gain some type of likes, subscription, money. You know, he hasn't really been in the media for a while now, if not because of this entanglement and Jada situation. Yes. So I guess we could play the song if you found it. You got the song going on. I didn't take that shit off. I don't know if this is the right song. Oh, no. See, that's how you can't do stuff on SoundCloud. He need to release that on the streaming platform. Oh, it's not released on streaming uh-uh, platform? It's only on SoundCloud. Oh, really? Yeah. Because he knows she's nonsense. Because he knows it's nonsense. I, beg, Sorry. I, beg. Nonsense. I heard it the first day, though. I liked it a little bit, though. It was kind of catchy. He was whining and stuff. He's like, N-n-n-n-n-n. you know how August So was he, was he like saying anything particular regarding Yeah, he said, I was in your bed. You know, we was having sex. Oh. Yeah, like, Whoa. it was it was powerful. Oh, okay. Rick now. Ross came through like, you know? I know. He's Dumbass. No, it's it, cute. Okay. It was a catchy song. It was just messy. It was just messy. All right. What's next on the list? All right. So let's talk about um, Niniola. All right. Niniola, she is a Nigerian artist. Um, she has that song called Maradona, which we all like. Um, so she recently actually just released... Um, I think she released an album or two songs. She has two singles. Um, actually, it is an album that she recently released. Yeah. Um, addicted. I need to listen to it, but I like her. You know, her own type of music is also different too. Mm. It's not like semi. You know, I like you know Nigerian music. You start to see the different genres. It's like Afro tech pop in a way to me uh, sometimes. I say tech. Cause she, she got that like EDM undertones mm. to me. Like that, it's just like a little bit more like choppy and screwy. I don't know how to explain. Oh really? Yeah. Wait, no, you gotta check it check it out. Uh, Niniola is her name. What else do we have for music? So let's talk about this versus. All right, so versus has been like obviously a musical topic for this entire quarantine, okay? But they have just upped the bag a little bit. Versus exclusively lands a partnership with Apple Music. So what that means is now when we watch versus, not only do we have to watch them on, uh, have the option of watching them on Instagram Live, we now can watch it on Apple TV and Apple Music, which I have done before. I watched. Um, the Fab and, J- and Jada Kiss battle. And I also watched Snoop and DMX a little bit on Apple Music. I okay? did as well. I liked it. Honestly, truth be told, each one, each verses be like better and better. Yep. Each yep. single one. It's like I remember when Erica and Jill had theirs and I was mm-hmm. like the best one. And then it just keeps getting better and better and better. Who like, would you say one with the Snoop Duck and... Um, oh, Snoop. Dim- yeah. I love DMX though. You know, like, I, but I just knew that Snoop had more of those like hits. Those hits. Yes, yes, um, yes. Those commercial hits too. Th- those commercial hits. Because DMX had has hits. Don't get me wrong. Like I know all the words to party in here. Oh, yeah. Which is up in here. Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna make me lose, lose my mind. Like, that's 
literally my track karaoke song. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, towards the end, where they were just doing freestyles and stuff, you know, Snoop definitely had it down. Snoop was crit walking. He's so you know, um, JMX struggled a little bit. You could tell he wasn't, like, prepared for it to yeah. do that. Um, but overall, it was just definitely, definitely nice seeing him, you know, because oh, it's been yeah. a while. Yeah, it's great to see X healed. You know, um, he was in rehab, was it not two oh, years yeah. ago? Like, he yeah. just got out, so. He's been going back and forth in yeah, rehab. Yeah, so it's great to see DMX uh, just looking looking happy. I know, right? Looking Two happy. black men supporting each other. Yes. All right now. Uncle. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get into Big Bro J. Cole, okay? Jermaine Cole, um, you know, he do him when he wants to do it. So he just dropped two new songs, which are supposed to be the singles leading to this album. So if y'all remember his last album, K.O.D., um, the last song, the fall-off, was supposed to be technically like the first song or the like the for the introduction to the next album. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now he's finally started to release some songs. So the two new songs he just released are called Climb Back and Lion King in ice okay um and along with that he also had a open letter where he talks about uh you know one that he has both of his sons now so if you listen to j cole's music he kind of always like Mm -hmm. hints a little bit as to like you know first you heard his wife is pregnant then you heard this and then that's the other so now he has two boys and he feels very special about that and he also says you know that he does he he got to a point in his career where he lost the passion for rapping. It became very competitive. Like, I'm just trying to be on the top. I just want the charts. Mm-hmm. And he was like, after a while, he was like, what the fuck am I writing? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, so he took a step back, and now he's like the J. Cole that we know today. He comes out whenever he wants, does this, then the other. Um, and he also hinted at possibly retiring soon. So I know in the letter he mentioned as to, you know, back in the day with him having that competitive mindset that it... You know, and also the security prevented him from collaborating or having, you know, features on mm-hmm. his album. Mm-hmm. You know, it's known that he's always the one. He does all one. his own stuff. You know, yeah. so when I, I didn't watch, I didn't read the whole letter, but do you think that now after that letter, him being older, you know, there will possibly be features in his next album if he has one or is one of those like, yeah, who will feature other people's songs, but... I think that J. Cole gets a, enough of his collaborative, like, whatever jitters he has mm-hmm. about collaborating on the Dreamville projects that he does when he does his whole label stuff. Mm-hmm. I think those are the moments he really uses to, like, mix and mingle. And then, yeah, when he hops on other people's tracks. Um, but I think that when he does his own projects, he has such a focus on the message that he wants yeah. um, that he he's very, like, on it creatively. So unless maybe there's somebody who he feels can really align to that or help speak to that. I don't know. You know, yeah. I don't think that J. Cole... He might, He doesn't though. need it. He, he don't need it. That's yeah. the thing. He don't need it. He so don't need it. You never know. Um, so, Tony Braxton and Missy Elliott, they do have a song cooked together called Do It. I'm going to play a snippet of it really quick. Let him go. I got to do it because he already done blew it. I just tell him screw it so much keep putting me through it. Yeah, I thought I knew it. How I got myself into it. Must have been that good sex. How we had me about to lose it. Use it. Okay. It's it's not bad. It's not bad. You know, Tony, she's super putting out her music, her singles out there. Missy, too, also super out their singles. Yeah, that sounded good. I mm-hmm. didn't mind it. I'll listen to it. Yeah, I need to definitely check them out. I like that they're still putting in music. They're I super in creative. When you is know? Missy going to get... We still in, When is Versus going to stop playing and give us more female True. verses? Like, I, that Alicia Keys shit don't count. Who did Alicia Keys do? John Legend. Don't want to give a fuck about that. Oh. Like, I want some more women-on-woman verses. Yes, definitely. Speaking of which, Keisha Cole really thinks she could take a she said, huh, not shot no. Baby. Keisha Cole likes attention. Just because y'all happen to sing the same genre of music, that don't mean you in the same class. Hear, hear True. Me, hear you, hear you. Court is in session. She, 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 she was like, um, Ashanti was good. Come on. It's not good. Sit down. So, like, girl, of all people, why didn't you say Monica? 
Why did she? Monica go? might even. Monica will kill her now. She know. She know. She said Ashanti because you know Ashanti was like she was mainly popping in the two thousand early two thousand. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. But, it's like, but Ashanti will whop you. Like it was, and vocals it, and hits. Okay. Oh baby, all I gotta hear is oh baby. I don't know. It's over. It's over. I don't gotta hear nothing else. My bad. Gosh, yeah, she needs to go and find a job. Damn, you mad? You mad? No, she Keisha. be doing too much. She be doing too Man, much. Man, you had a Keisha right now. Keisha, anyway. Keisha blew you, right? <laughs> she didn't do too much. Let's get to our TV. Okay, TV, TV, TV. Some drama going on TV. Uh-oh. Ah, Nene Leaks. So Nene Leaks is apparently she's suing um, Real Housewives of Atlanta, the whole production. Then she's on, like, Is it Bravo? Bravo TV that she's suing. She's suing one of those. So <laughs> in the beginning, Real Housewives of Atlanta, you know, there are rumors out there that she... Uh, that uh, Nini was fired. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, they do have two members on the show. One is Latoya and the other one is Drew. Drew was from the game. And um, this other Latoya lady, she's a YouTuber. She's a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. And they're both younger. They're in their 30. So it's like, I don't know if I'm ready to... I mean, the only young person on the show is Portia. She's mm-hmm. the only one that's the youngest. So I don't know. This is going to be... I feel like it's going to change the dynamic of the, a little bit. I don't see them fitting in with this Real Housewives of Atlanta, like the woman, you know, that they're... Who's left? I mean, without Nene... It's either they was going to get along with Nene or they wasn't. That's sure. it. But if Nene not there... Well, so, yeah, I don't know if it's going to change the candy, dynamic of the Cynthia? show overall. Just, like, these love hoes is boring. Um, I don't know. I'm not too crazy about it. But um, Nene, she is reportedly filing racial discrimination lawsuit against Bravo. So not um, Real Housewives, but Bravo, which it is the the network um, the show is on. And apparently, uh, reports claim leaks was terminated after years of intolerable behavior and subordination on the set. The rumors emerged after it was revealed that the star would be back for season 13. So, you know, there's not much details about, you know, what the racial discrimination is that she's faced on the, sh- on the show. I wonder what it is. She can't say racial. People don't be knowing the names of the discrimination they want. Because it's like, it's not racial. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know. You know, again, I don't want to be like, because, oh, the show is uh, a black, all, show. All black yeah. cast, that doesn't mean that there's no racial, you know, discrimination going on, you know, because there are, there's uh, the other franchises of Real, Real Housewives, too. Mm-hmm. So maybe they get better treatment than, you know, the black cast. I wonder what it is. I know Nini, she's a drama queen, let's be real. Um, but I just hope it is valid, and you know, if it is valid, I hope she wins the case. But ain't no Real Housewives of Atlanta without um, Nene. Nene. And they, yeah, and I, and I think that that they, I think that's what they don't want to acknowledge that that it's not like the other franchises where it's like we can we we can interchange. Da, 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 da. Like no, Nene is Real Housewives of Atlanta, and it's not like the people that they you know replacing her with Drew Sedora and Latoya Lee. It's like. First of all, who who are y'all? Like who? Now no, I would I I would have taken Drew Sador because I do know Drew Sador. Not even Drew Sador, but just been acting. She's been saying it like she's mm. she's a she's she's a star in her own right. She was in Step Up the movie. Like Drew Sador, okay, you know, has been in the industry. Now there's YouTube stars, honey. I don't know about all that. What's like how again? How do they even go scouting for these people that they choose for these shows? Let me know. Uh, it'd be like a combination of referrals and auditions. Like people true. do auditions for this. That's definitely true. Well, that's true. This girl is not on the show anymore. Eva. Yeah. So I guess they do need two. They people. do need two, but it's just kind of like our root. These are the two you chose. I know. Cynthia gonna leave next then. She sure would. What's next? Oh, so let's talk about Taraje. 
Okay, so um, you guys, Taraji P. Henson has done some great shit, okay? What she decided to do is she actually signed a first look deal with Fox. So what that means is that she is going to be able to produce a spinoff of Empire that focuses on the Cookie Lion story, okay? Um, according to Deadline... Taraji signed the first deal of business, which is a spinoff um, based around Cookie, and it'll be joining forces with Christine Conley from the production company Working Title to have the project run under her new company, TPH Entertainment. The series will be written and executive produced by Empire co-creator Danny Strong, as well as Stacey Littlejohn and Yolanda Lawrence. Sanaa Hamry is set to direct the series, and it will show, and if the show goes to pilot, Strong, Littlejohn, and Lawrence will also serve as the showrunners. Uh, okay. I know y'all are asking about Lee Daniels. Lee, um, he's going to kind of like be around, but he's not going to be working on it. So he'll, he'll like consult, maybe produce, but it's not going to be as um, as as involved as he was on Empire. I wonder if she's going to have, you know, the storyline is also going to be based on sisters too. I'm I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, I wouldn't mind, you know, because, you know, whenever they did show like little backstories, it did seem a little bit interesting. And um, I like who play her sisters. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I like they the actresses that play her they, sisters. Vivica Fox and um, what's the other lady's I name? I want to call her Tasha, but is that, that's not her real I know name that's not her real life. name. Um, <laughs> but they, did, they definitely do a good job. Um, so let's see what it's about. Let's see, because wasn't this guy in the news? Hakeem Lyon, what's his real name? The Bro, one who plays... Br- Br- Sean or something Yeah, like he was arrested for domestic violence. Some of these people cannot separate their characters from They cannot. Obviously, he on drugs world. as well, because he looked a hot mess. Oh, yeah. And this is definitely not the first incident as well. Oh, yes. Mm. So last in TV, let's talk about Fatal Affair, the Netflix movie with Nia Long and Omar Epps. Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched it. I watched it um, a few days ago, or maybe early last week. It wasn't bad. You know, obviously, it's like... Obsessed. It's the same storyline. Yeah, you know, all these other shows or to breaking, whatever. Why, why do you think that that is what black thriller has turned into today? Like, us in the black thriller hmm. genre is always some romantic thriller of, like, my ex can't get enough of me or my mistress wants to kill my wife or, like, you know, like, why Why do you think that that is the storyline that we chose for, I, for I, black I, thriller? I honestly don't know why that is. But now that you said, I think I never even paid attention, like, oh, that's what we choose as a black thriller, so, you know? But that's a good point that you made. Um, I can't give you a reason why, why I think it is. Um, but I know, you know, same way they make all this same as white rom-com movies a lot, too. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't really watch... It's, you know, it's like the same... Like, of course, The Notebook is different, but those similar, like, oh... You know, city girl meets the whole tomboy. Boy meets girl. Yeah, our friends. Boy really loves girl. Exactly. It's so you know every. I feel like every genre has an archetype. They they do have that, so it's common thing. So I, I guess I don't see too much of of a black thing, but it is true. Uh, But I'm tired of it. There's nothing special about it. I mean, it was a decent movie. You know, they tried to put smart twists to it. It had some, some long, little stupid moments, child. Like, it, yes. it did have, like, a dry moment where it's like, if y'all would have just Get flipped that and got... Yeah, I would have enjoyed it a lot more. But I'm proud of Nia Long. She, she executive good. produced it. Nia Long looks fabulous. She looks good. She looks good. Like, like, what else should she look at at this age? And to, the fact that she said that she auditions for Charlie's Angels... And they were like, oh, she looked too old 
next to Drew Barrymore. Can you imagine? Do you know what Drew Barrymore look like right now? Can you imagine? Compared to Neil Long right you now. Com- look at Drew Barrymore then and Neil Long then. Gee, Drew, Drew, Drew Barrymore has never been a big to me. And Lu- Lucy Liu. They, like, they all look... Like, come on. Let's oh, and Lucy Liu, I'd be like, okay, because you know also Asians too. They definitely do be the looking Asian young, world, you yeah. know? But it's like, come on now. Obviously, we know that that was a racial thing. It was not because she looked older. Yeah, a lot of these white sex symbols don't be... I don't be fancying them. At all. At all. But back to the topic of, about the movie. I think it's, you know, if it's a board night, you and boo, you know, y'all home, cuddled up just to watch something. It is something. One of those things that just to put well, on I to watch. Why gotta be you and boo? Why you know, just be... it's just you alone like me with or your you glass of... you and your friends. Uh, you and whoever with your glass of wine just chilling. It's one of those, like, you don't have to be too... You don't have to pay too deep attention to yeah, it. No. You know, nice thing to play in the background. A little entertainment. Oh, you like, said that's the Netflix and chill movie? Because that's what yes. I'm doing. Yes. Ah. Netflix and chill. You know, in a scary movie, you can just, oh, help on your babe. Oh, my God, babe, I'm scared. These are the fantasies you have because I beg, I beg, I you're beg. holding on to this babe. Because me, I watched it I'm with speaking, my friends. I'm speaking into existence. I watched it with my friends. Congratulations. Congratulations. I did not watch it with no man. I, I'm just, I did I say I watched it with a man. I'm just saying, in general. Anyway, Sha. You're yelling your boo, your boo. <laughs> you can't hop on your boo in the scary part. Oh, wow. Anyway, guys, um, I think that's it that we have for TV. Um, I don't have anything else. Um, you guys should definitely there. There are new um, Nigerian movies, Nollywood movies on Netflix. There's this one, Silver, that I watch, and hopefully we'll talk about it next week. Mm-hmm. It's also a good. It's like a Nigerian thriller, which you mm-hmm. don't see a lot of that. I do like Nigerian thrillers. They be scary, boy. Them be thrillers. Oh yeah. So um, I think yeah, you guys check out Nollywood films on Netflix as well, and. Remember, I feel like we keep on forgetting to say our social media, okay? You guys, um, since you know that we also do our live on a podcast, if you do want to watch us and not just hear us, follow us on our Cross X Cultured page, Cross X Cultured podcast on Instagram. I believe it's the same thing on Twitter as well. No, on Twitter it's just Cross X Cultured. Cross X Cultured, yeah. And our personal pages, mine is Erica Mona, E-R-I-K-A-M-O-N-A-A. And I'm at damn I'm fine. It's at D A M underscore I'm fine. Okay, and a quote for the day, as we have discussed in our topic, the most disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person is the black woman. Meanwhile, black women are the core of the nation's economy. Black women are the most educated group in America. Black women are the whole the are the heads of many households. Matter of fact, black women are the founding mothers of this nation. Y'all respect us, okay? And this is Cross Cultured. Cultured.